Hey, welcome back to the 167. This week on the podcast, we talk about our new series on marriage and the marriage conference coming up. Welcome to the 167. Hey, welcome to the 167 today for his very first podcast debut. We have Jake Huppy. Mm, hello. Tell everybody, what is it that you actually do here, Jake? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I am the student ministry creative arts director. So basically what Pastor Rick is on Sundays, that's what basically what I do for Wednesdays. You mean Pastor Jake? Pastor, Pastor Jake. Jake. Who did I say? Pastor, said Rick. Pastor Rick. I said Pastor Rick. <laughs> Pastor like, Jake. That is, like, that is Pastor Cam. Yeah. Hey. Jake just gave himself a promotion. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad. And with us also is Cameron Lazier, Pastor Cameron Lazier. Hello. If you uh, were with us last episode, I got a haircut. Yeah, you look a little bit different. Mm, I do look a little bit different. You get freshened up. I didn't bit. know the wig had bangs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was super upset to find out it had bangs mm. that I did not use. Mm. Tell me the truth, though. You went home and Casey loved it. She Okay, so the thing is, she never really acknowledged the fact that I had it on. And I was pretty upset. <laughs> I, thought she, I thought she was going to slide up on my story on, on the Instagram. She never did. I actually mentioned it briefly in a conversation that we had. She never brought it up. And so, um, yeah, I was pretty upset. I think that that's like a level <laughs> you reach, though, in your marriage where it's like they're so used to your shenanigans. They just are like, if I give him, it's like negative attention. Like when you just ignore your kids when they're misbehaving, yep. you're like, I'm not going to give you attention right now. Yeah, actually, she said that later. She's like, yeah, I wasn't surprised you did that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, she's a teacher. She knows those tricks. Yeah, that means I need to go above and beyond the weirdness. What else can we escalate this to? <laughs> this episode, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome back to the 167. This week, we started a new series on um, marriage. It was called Red Flags. And so I want to kick it off today with asking, what is the best piece of advice you got before you got married? Mm. Love it. Um, I would say for me, before before uh we got married was um it was the i don't know if you guys probably heard this before uh but don't go to bed angry mm. um yeah that was the best piece of that. <laughs> um how many had, late nights have we had yeah um i think that adapted to um really just understand what like don't what's the thing i heard is like don't be mad at the person like be focused on the problem. Like, what is the issue? Not like, hey, I'm mad at this. Like, be mad at this, not be mad at, you know, her. And so trying to figure out, okay, like, how, how do we work this thing out and not let me just attack you on, you know, you being you. It's like, no, there's an issue that we need to figure out. So let's figure that out and not just be attacking the person. Yeah, so, get to the root of it. Yeah, get to the root of the thing. What about you, yeah. Jake? Uh, the best piece of advice I heard was never stop dating your spouse. Mm. Um, my sister always told me that. And uh, like we can tell like when we're in our busy seasons and don't like take that intentional time to spend together, um, like planning date nights, it doesn't even have to be something like big, but I can just tell when we have that like dating time together, um, it makes a big difference and we grow closer together through that. So 
What do you think is the secret sauce in that? Is it the communication piece or just kind of refreshing together? Yeah, definitely the refreshing. Like we just had re- reset. Like Oh, there you go. Yeah. Refresh, <laughs> that, refresh. Uh, refreshing. Throwing it back. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> just keeping that spark, you know. Um, Ours was probably um, just kind of that communication, communication, communication piece. Like don't feel like you can't over communicate. Um, which for us, a lot of times, you know, even if you're not communicating things like your calendar and things like that, just add stress into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but for that, it was that, but what, so that was what you got. If somebody came up to you and told you they're getting married tomorrow, what's the piece of advice that now you would give? Oh, I have a good one. Um, learn. <laughs> we, <laughs> we did talk about this offline. Yeah. Uh, but my thing would be. Uh, this is this is for the husbands, uh, but I've learned. Um, I would say is learn how to take the L, um, mm. and so what this, that really. What yes. he said specifically was this for for the husbands. So ladies, I know, right? Yeah, husbands. No, husbands. No, but I mean, for honestly, it's really it's like same thing as learn how to take the L of like, hey, it's it's okay to, it's some some sometimes you're gonna get in a disagreement. And it's not worth the the longevity of the argument, and it's not a, it's really not that big of a deal that you're right and she's wrong. Just if she, if in her mind she's right and it's okay, just learn how to take that. You didn't. It it, it doesn't matter about taking out. Just take out the trash. Yeah, it's, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. You forgot. Yeah. Okay. Just take 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 the L. You like I told you to do this earlier. Well, no, you didn't. You did. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter, matter if you told you yeah, to do it, it and just take the trash just out. Take the trash out. It's okay. You messed up. It also, it's, you left the toilet seat up. It's okay. Just take the out. Well, it's what <laughs> you and I were talking about. I'm like, because I think sometimes that argument ends up like you're arguing about how you got there. Yeah. And I'm like, just no, nope. just <laughs> just forget it. She could have been wrong about how you got there. Just mm. go do the thing. Just go do it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's okay. Mm. What about you, hamster? Yeah. Um, I think. What you said earlier, like uh, communication is like a big thing and like how to communicate. Like you did our uh, premarital counseling. And, oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, big thing that we worked on was like how to communicate, like how to have, like if you have an argument, how to like do that constructively and not just blow up. <laughs> I made you guys sit on the couch and hold hands and talk uh, to each other, didn't I? It was a little awkward, but it was effective. Wait, y'all did that? Oh yeah, like we, I make him like hold hands and go. Okay, now you tell him something. Now you repeat back to her what you heard, and is that? And then her confirm is that what you were trying to convey? Mm. And it's like yes or no. I'm like okay, if it's no, then try again. One yeah. of the, one of the things I've heard and like we did it in our like because everyone does it when they mar- when they get married. But it's um, I've heard this of like doing the um, like dancing together and it kind of figuring out like. Um, cause you, the first dance as a married couple, it's like, so we did it and Casey's like telling me like, no, you need to step this way and this way. And like, we're stepping with each other. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, it's, it's a dance yeah. and a marriage is a, a relationship is a dance mm-hmm. and kind of seeing that like similarity of like, you know, um, when both people are trying to lead, it's just all over the place. And so like having the time to go, okay, no, we're going to lead. We're going this way. Okay. Now follow my lead and all that stuff. And so it's like, you can pick the song, then you got to let me lead. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. I cannot believe that I did your premarital counseling <laughs> and I asked you what best yeah. piece of advice you got. And you're like, well, my sister said, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. We had, how many <laughs> sessions did we do? Come on. Oh. I don't know. There was just so much good advice. I couldn't just pick. You one, had to go so off for it. Yeah. 
Dang it. No, the, the thing that I always give people now as a joke, but it's kind of true, is uh, get the king size bed. Mm, we yeah. actually, I actually have, it's, it's sitting in the hallway, those boxes that are in the hallway mm. here at the church are a king size mattress and a king size little frame, whatever that we're going to give away as a, a gift at the marriage conference. Nice. Because everybody, it, it's inevitable. Like you get married and it's like, yeah, like her mom's going to give you like their guest room queen size, mm. you know, thing with a box spring. They're like, yeah, I'm yep. like, King, go king <laughs> like go get the like put that in your guest room go get the king size it'll save your marriage it's great so when we're talking about this um like we're, we are going to talk about healthy marriages in the series but really um i think it's important to kind of see what the the principle is so i just wrote down this question which was what do you think about marriage as a model for our relationship with christ like, what about that kind of clicks right away from you? You're like, oh, yeah. And what are the things that you're kind of like, I don't know. Like, that seems like a really difficult thing to kind of wrap around. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Like, I was really how how well were you listening? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like when you first started in with like uh, the parable that Jesus gave about like the 10 virgins, 10 virgins and their lamps. I was like, what? But I don't know. Yeah. Like all the points that you did and like how you broke them down, it really made sense. Um, like, well, we've heard like, uh, like love your spouse, how Christ loved the church and things like that. Um, but just the way you broke down like the traditional Jewish weddings, um, that, cause it didn't make sense before, but then it did. That's good. Yeah. So the different components of it. Yeah. What about you? Hubby stole my answer. Oh my no, God. I mean, for like, <laughs> you broke it down and I was like, oh my gosh, that's like phenomenal. Just like even like this, the, the sacrificial, like, hey, it's not, well, you said the point where it was saying, you know, the, the grooms would go to the, to the, the dad and be like, hey, I'm going to pay for, I'm going to pay for your daughter, but it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to pay off of her worth. I'm going to pay off like my worth and all that stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Like I started know, that like triple oh, yeah, star on that. That's that good. That was yeah. good. Like, I love that of just like, you know, we see Jesus as like, I'm going to like, you might think you're worth this, but no, Jesus gave his whole life because you're worth, you're yeah. worth like his entire life. You're worth him coming down and living, living life on this earth and going through all the things and dying a horrible death because. Because that's what you're worth. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's what his worth. It's what his worth. Yeah. But, but see, and I think that um, I can't remember because, of course, you know, like you hear so many sermons and stuff. You're just like somebody told this story, and I don't, I couldn't attribute it. So if you're out there and you know what who told the story, you can put it in the comments. But I remember listening to a guy and he was talking about going on a mission trip, and I think they were maybe in the Congo uh, or Burkina Faso, and so they're out with his tribe, and so this guy was talking about you know, everybody's like, you have to meet so-and-so's wife. Like she's incredible. And they were like, and they kept calling her a 10 cow woman. And he was like, what? what? Yeah. And he was just like, you're like, well, I mean like, and so what he found out was it was like, you paid one, maybe two cows mm. for a wife. Mm. And so like, you'd bring one or two cows to your father-in-law. And so he goes, there's this girl in town and she wasn't anything special. You know, like she wasn't like the prettiest girl in town. She wasn't the best cook. She was like, there was nothing. And so, but some guy went and paid her dad 10 cows for her. Mm -hmm. And so like they, you know, like they tell him this whole story and he goes, I went to this man's house and this was the most beautiful woman that I had ever seen. And he goes, and she brought out this like eight course meal and she was all done. And they said that like, you know, she's not just wearing everyday stuff. So it'd be Mm -hmm. like, you know, somebody came and served you, you know, a eight course meal in, you know, 
Burberry, you know, like, yeah. and like, mm-hmm. and so like for that, and it's just like, she does this whole thing. And like, he goes, she's just the most, you know, respected her husband, like filled his glass mm-hmm. and like, and they're like, he goes, this woman wasn't anything special. They're like, no, but he paid 10 cows for her. And then all of a sudden she was like, yeah. I'm a 10 cow, you know, like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It like, yeah, was like, me. it was him that established her worth, mm-hmm. not like, which I think is weird in our culture now because it's like women walk around going, I know my worth. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Who's gonna pay that? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know that's like art. Like it's only worth that much if somebody's willing to pay that. Yeah, like it's yeah. really abstract. But so, what were some of the things that you know? Like you said, so those are the things that clicked. What were what are still some of those things? Like I'll just be admit. Like every time that somebody's like, "You're the bride of Christ," and I'm like, <laughs> like I don't, yeah. I don't know if I really identify with that because like that just seems kind of yeah, weird. Kinda, I did like the. Um, when you were like the in-law type of thing of just like um, saying it's like you're like you're married in and so now it's looking at God as like your father like your in-law or something like mm-hmm. that well in that, in that aspect of it and I was like even still because I'm thinking about my in-law and I just, <laughs> I just got off the phone with my father-in-law and I'm like he's like my father yeah. not but I mean there's still love in that uh, but then my father-in-law would be like come on man like I don't know. It's, it's you don't think God sometimes looking at you like, come on. I mean, he probably does treat my treat, treat my uh, my bride better. Treat my bride better. Like, come on, come on, dude. That's you're an idiot. I'm like, well, <laughs> come on, come on, dude. But I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, he does he does do that. And I think God does look down on us and is like, come on. But hey, I still love you. <laughs> yeah. And and I also think too, my son loves you. Therefore, I will love. I you. will love you. And no matter how many dumb decisions you make. I still love you. I'm going to call you out because I love you. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But. Mm. Yeah. Sort of along those same lines. Cause you were talking about like uh, what it means to be like God's adopted children. Um, and you know, like the whole thing about co-heirs with Christ, like um, just like as a human, I feel like that's hard to like really wrap my mind around. Yeah. Cause you feel like, well, wait a minute. Am I saying I'm Jesus? Yeah. Like, how can so, I be an error of God? Right. So I don't know. That was one thing that, I don't know. I just struggle to wrap my mind around. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, but I think that's the whole, when what I hope that people are getting from the series is, you know, it's kind of the, I think that we have that reverse order where it's like, oh, God, God took something in our lives and he made it into a metaphor to tell it. And I'm like, no, no, no. He specifically gave you that mm-hmm. to teach you about this. Yeah. So, but like when we're thinking about that, uh, one of the things we were talking about this week is, so our job as the bride is to anticipate the groom. So what do you think it is? Like people are listening right now. What does you think it is our responsibility to prepare for the groom? Because I think, you know, a lot of times we talk as churches, it's like, it's not a workspace faith. You know, it's like, it's not just like, oh, the more I do, the more he loves me. Like, but what do you think that we should actually be doing in order to, to anticipate Christ coming? Like, do we go out on the street corner and hit people with signs and good? Yeah. <laughs> the end is nice. It's coming. Everything up. Mix up the Kool-Aid. What do I think? <laughs> no. uh, I don't know. I I mean, got to look at like our church model, love God, love people, right? Essentially, um, obviously don't go out like hitting people with signs. Um, but I mean, People can see Christ in us um, if we're really in tune with him by, uh, you know, uh, just living out the life 
that he did, like trying to be like Christ, um, just loving God, loving people. I think um, for my, for me, it's kind of just learning more of learning how to just hear God more in that and kind of discerning the, um, like even you mentioned, it's like there's signs that like in the Bible says, like it's going to be signs that proclaim like I am coming back and all that stuff. And just being, just being in tune with God and going, okay, things are starting to, I mean, we can see that now in culture. Like we, we, if you, as you read the scriptures, like, okay, things are starting to kind of really change. Things are like, I can tell that the end is near. Like, I don't know the date or the time or anything like that, but you can kind of discern those things and go, okay, you know, Christ is coming soon. But also like the days, like we should, we should really be taking the days, the weeks, the months, the years and not wasting them and really being like, okay, I don't want to waste this year. I want to uh, really be on fire for God. I want to grow in my faith. I want to, I want to go out and, and build the kingdom and not waste the weeks, the months, the years of like, ah, I got tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have next month. Well, guess what? Things could happen. Oh, I have, mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm thinking of like the teenagers or oh, I have until I'm 18. Well, guess what? You're 15. You're 16 is not promised. So what are you going right. to do this next year to really build the kingdom, to prepare for the coming of Christ, to um, build your faith, whatever it is. And so, I think that's what's interesting about that story too, is because basically part of your bride price, it allowed her to kind of be out of the home. So imagine like, you know, the bride is like doing chores, she's doing this thing and it's like, Hey, listen, I'm paying you this price because I'm going to take your daughter away. And so like, they're like, okay, well, we'll hire a maid essentially to do her chores. Now you get to go to prepare for the wedding. And she's like, well, somebody's doing my job. Like I can just coast, Yeah, you know? And it's like, then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, your groom's here. What? What? Yeah. 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 I, didn't know, I didn't learn anything. Yeah. I don't know anything. It's like what we were talking about, uh, like from your, your Wednesday message, um, where Jesus is talking about the vine and like we're mm-hmm. bearing fruit and, um, like cuts away the branches that aren't bearing fruit. Um, so yeah, always be growing in whatever that looks like. Because I think that, I don't think that anybody's prepared for that harsh reality. Like in the parable where it's like the five virgins that like, they're like, well, we didn't bring enough oil. We didn't do our jobs. Mm-hmm. And Christ's like, I don't know you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, let us in. It's like, yeah. no. Yeah. It's like the, what does that mean? It's like, let me yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. He's not the gates of the door. I mean, I, I mean, that, but that's true though. It's like that. And, and there's different parables and things that Jesus says of like, away from me i never knew you and it's like if you read that like that is one of the hardest things that that when i read the gospels and i hear jesus said i'm like i do not want to be in the other opposite the other end of that conversation with jesus like i never knew you like get away from me and i'm like but i did this and i did this and jesus like i don't know you right you didn't prepare you did you did all these things thinking that it was going to but you know well i think it's interesting too because like if we keep with this analogy like he left us the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, imagine, you know, you get engaged or whatever and he leaves to go build the house and it's like, hey, I left you my best friend. Like, hey, you can send a message to him. Mm. Like he can tell you about, you know, the group, like he can, you know, help you out. He can, like, he's has the authority, you know, if it's like, do you think it would be okay if I bought this? Oh yeah. Like he's yeah. totally fine with like somebody who's there to advise you, somebody mm. there that's, you know, carrying messages back and forth. Because yeah. I think we all know well, at least I grew up at a time without the internet. So like if you made, if you went to camp and you had a little sweetie at camp, like you would get her address at the end. Like you wouldn't what? even get a phone number. <laughs> you get an address and you had to write a letter. 
You don't get to snap the mm. Snapchat? No. Oh, no. <laughs> My Can hand gets cramped sure. writing letters. Man. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> snap that we had back in the... Can I get your snap? No, it was like, can I get your address? And it was like, because, you know, your parents aren't going to let you call long distance oh, for yeah. that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, you used to get charged for long distance. But like, I, I made a friend in Iowa. No. No, you did not. <laughs> so it was like, you had to write a letter. And so like, you were, if you really wanted to get to know him, you had to get to know him that way. You had to read it. You'd mm-hmm. read the letter over and over again. You had to like craft that. So, I mean, prayer is a little bit more personal than that. But I think that you got to be getting to know the Savior, even though it's a long distance relationship yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, Christ is seated on the throne in heaven, but the Holy Spirit is with you. Mm. So it's like Christ is a little bit of a long distance relationship, but the Holy Spirit's carrying those messages. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Will you pass this to Jesus in gym class? (laughs) Do you like me? Check yes or no. (laughs) He's like, sometimes. Sometimes. Stop doing that. Yes, but stop. (laughs) So the last question I had for you, just because, like I said, this was just an introductory series to try and uh, do the marriage, but... Uh, marriage series, but uh, coming up, what are some resources that have been really helpful for you in your marriage? I mean, I got to say, like, <laughs> I don't say this just because you're right in front of me, but like pastors are a great resource for me. Um, you heard it here. Yeah. Um, but, like that premarital counseling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, like, obviously it has to be someone who will like shoot you straight, doesn't have any skin in the game. Like, don't go to your mom or dad or like a sister. Like that your just mom- gets really messy. well and like i mean that's a huge thing for marriages because if you go to your mom and dad and be like reagan you know like like a they're gonna take your side b next time you come over for dinner they're gonna be like freaking reagan yeah (laughs) like like it poisons the well a little bit yeah so uh yeah finding that that reliable person who will shoot you straight and just be real with you like that um to piggyback off of that i feel like if i say this it's going to um my uh my life my hack is going to go away oh no and my wife's going to figure out you just want to whisper it to me yeah i'll whisper to you later (laughs) no um i think (laughs) i mean with that i mean honestly for me sometimes i have two um but sometimes if it's just like you know um things are happening and i'm trying to i'm trying to help uh casey out my wife um with this, this situation or whatever um you know like for example, Casey's going back to work um, after leaving um, maternity leave, get off maternity leave, and go back to work, and so she's been stressed out and all that stuff. And so for me, I'm asking my father-in-law, like, "Hey, how, how, like, help me handle the situation? Like, you've, like, yes, he's my wife, but you've known her your like her entire like this is mm-hmm. your daughter, and so you know how to navigate things. So sometimes I'll call him up and I'm like, "Hey, can you help me out with this? Can you help me to navigate this the right way? This is the conversation I want to have with Casey. Can you help me to where?" Um, cause you would know triggers, you know, all those things and I know those things too, but like, he knows it from another angle as well. Just being her, with her, her entire life. Like this helped me kind of navigate this thing out. And he's been a big help for me of just like, Hey, yeah, don't say this, say it this way. How about you go? How about you come with this? And then it's, it's helped the conversations be better. Um, and then the second resource, a shameless plug, the marriage conference was very helpful. Mm. So, um, if you're listening to this and you have not signed up for the marriage conference, Sign up for the marriage conference. It's worth it. It is worth it. I think you can win a king king size bed. <laughs> you can win a king size bed. I but I love the con- my favorite part about it is the name, the one marriage conference. And I love how your your vision for it is like, hey, what's the one thing? And I think so many times, even it's even just in life, it's like I think we try to fix things and we try to make 
we try to do all these things to make it better. And it's like, if you can fix, if what is the one thing that you guys can work on this one year to make your marriage better? And so like, if you're married for 45, 50, 60 years and you do that every single year, you're making your marriage 1% better every, every single year. year. So your marriage is going to be exponentially better by the time you've been married for 50, 60, 70, 80 a hundred years married. A hundred years married. How old am I? How old are you? I don't know. But I just, I like that. He's numbered man's years at 120. Uh, <laughs> but I love that concept of like, just the one, like, what is your one thing? And mm -hmm. I love, and it's the beginning of the year. So like, you can, that's your focus. That's the vision, you know, so. Yeah, I was writing discussion questions for that. And I'm stealing one of Jenny Allen's, which is uh, sitting down with your spouse and saying, what is it you need from me most right now? You know, and just like mm -hmm. at like, what's the one thing that I could be doing right now? Like, cause it changes seasonally, mm -hmm. you know, it's like right now I need you to be supportive, you know, like, yeah. you know, and right now I need you to be helpful. Yeah. Like right now I need you to do, you know, take the trash out. <laughs> what's you the, said what? <laughs> what's the one thing? The dishes, do the dishes. <laughs> like my wife's pregnant right now. So, uh, some, she sometimes gets a little annoyed with me. So she's like, I just need you to leave me alone. To go so. away. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's All right. Jake calls me. Hey, can I come? Yeah. Yeah, sure. No, um, I think other resources um, for Carissa and I, some, I, I always recommend uh, couples grow together like spiritually, but for Chris and I, we could not get like the let's lie in bed at nine 30 at night. Yeah. And I'm going to read to you out of this devotional book. And then we're going to answer the six questions. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. we could not get that to work to save our lives. <laughs> and like, Maybe it should have been early in the morning or like we just couldn't get it to work. And for us, then it was, let's pick something to study together at our own pace. But then it drives conversation of, Hey, did you listen to this this week? Hey, this is, you know, like this is what's going on. So like we picked a couple of podcasts. Um, so we have a couple of pastors that we follow, uh, and just said like, Oh yeah, did you listen to, you know, whatever, you know, this podcast mm -hmm. yet? Oh no, I haven't got to it. Oh man, it's so good. And do you have something that you're talking about and pushing each other and growing mm -hmm. together? But it isn't necessarily like, let's hold hands and stare at each other before, <laughs> you know, before we go sleepy yeah. time, yeah. you know, like, so, cause you're, sometimes your schedules are crazy. Mm. So find out what works for you as a couple. Like you don't have to do what everybody else is, you know, doing, mm -hmm. but find something that works. Like yeah. you sit down at dinner and you read something or you do, you're reading the same book at the same time and you kind of have a deadline. So you're reading at your own pace, do something because if neither one of you are growing in Christ, it doesn't, yeah. You can, mm. you know, do whatever the latest craze is that Oprah tells you, but it's still not going to be as good. But, well, thank you guys for being on today. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to continue this marriage series for four weeks. Make sure you sign up for the marriage conference. Make sure that you come and uh, visit us at newlifegardener.com. If you enjoyed this episode of The 167, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, get notified, leave a five-star rating and a positive review. Tell all your friends to listen as well. Make sure you go over to newlifegardener.com and check out all that we have to offer as a church and check out our messages online as well. Thanks for listening.